Hey, this is Steve with the Punch Up Podcast. With me on this episode are Jesse Preisendorfer. Hey, Steve. Kevin Reagan. Hey, Steve. Ian O'Shea. Steve Dog in the house. Uh, thank you, I think. <laughs> and Dave Jadico. <laughs> Hello, Steve. And Dave, if you'll, if you'll notice this, I did the intro a little different. I didn't say our storyteller is Dave Jadico. And I did that because tonight we're all going to tell a little story. And we're going to talk about Halloween. Oh, thank you for inviting me to such a significant episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's big time. Let's have uh, Ian start us off with a little Halloween story. You got one for us, Ian? You got it, pal. It's Halloween night. And I was yet again going to be, I'd been crafting over the years my Dracula costume. It had turned into, uh, my mom found this. It's like a makeup. It was probably like a, an early a version of a mask. Yeah. But it was um a, like a clay. It was a powder that you wet, you know, you use it to tighten your skin or whatever. But what was great is it had a pale green hue and and it would just crackle. So we just did it really lightly. And so my whole face was kind of white, whitish, greenish. Did it glow? Uh, no. This was the one you, when you hit your head and it bled onto it? Well, this this is now now we're um, have moved in a different house, but like you know that was just the same kind of. Look. It was an easy go to. My mom had made a, a really cool cape, and I just rocked the cape and sort of added things to it as the years went by. It was just so easy to just you throw to perfect it. I get it, man. You got to perfect it over the years. Sure. Can you give us an age? How old? How old are you right now? Yeah. So I am, uh, let's see here. Uh, my son's going into six feet. So yeah, I was probably, uh, I was probably like 11. 11. Okay. Yeah. But now, now I'm 11 in Marin County in Mill Valley, friendly neighborhood, but we always were getting the news alerts of, you know, the hospitals will be doing x-rays of candy because of razor blades and apple, right. Yeah. you know, poisonous, you know, don't take anything wrapped. And so the hospital would actually do an x-ray. They claim to. I, I don't know anybody who ever took them up on it. Like it was a service. If you wanted to bring your candy in, they would do yeah. it. Right. I remember that. They did that in the Poconos. So if you wanted to bring your candy in, they would radiate your candy. That's <laughs> exactly what I'm yeah. thinking. Pretty hey, much. no razor blades, but... No, no razor blades, but a high probability of cancer apples. Yeah. Our oncology department will see in 30 years. That's also when the doctor took your... X-ray, then you'd be like smoking and yeah. not like not wearing a lead jacket or anything. He just he'd step behind the the drywall and just like yeah. push the button. Exactly. You know? Let's be honest. I you know you put your candy in a cardboard box. He takes it back into his office. Takes all the good shit. Oh yeah. Sorry, kid. The Milky Way didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. Milky Way. Really? That's good candy in your category. Are we going to go down this road already? You don't. You don't yes. like Milky Way. Milky Way is solid. Milky Way is solid. I will agree with Ian, but I Especially would not have mentioned it as what? Where would you wait? Where would you have gone with this, Dave? What well, Snickers number one? Snickers. So, yeah. Milky Way is the the younger brother to Snickers. Yeah. His nuts haven't dropped. His nuts haven't dropped. You know. Oh, yeah. So we are at this age, and you know, at this time, I'm old enough to now go out with my gang, my my group. You know, a couple, two or three guys, and I think. If I'm not mistaken, uh, Micah was involved in that, who was the, the, the spray can man. Yeah, spray can splitter. Yeah. Love him. And, uh, you know, we hopped on our, our mongoose bikes. Yes. With spider mags. 
You're like E.T. Elliot age, like Dude, perfectly. It's, 80, it's 1984. Yeah, you're like that exact age. Yeah, it's 1984. How about that? Yeah. Somebody had probably a Walkman that, um, you know, we, we either would just put on loud enough so that no one could hear it. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. when you rode your BMX bike, was it a stuntman that was like, a foot taller than you that rode your, yeah. your BMX bike? Really a man. Like a, with like a weird wig and way tighter yeah. jeans. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as we're going through and we're, every time you get it, you know, thing, uh, trick or treat, you get an apple, uh, they close the door and you chuck an it. An apple? You chuck it at the house. Well, this is also California. Yeah. You chuck it at the door and jump on your bikes and. Yeah. Um, raisins. I remember there are a lot of raisins in California. Oh, Christ. A lot yeah. of boxes of raisins. And, and you still see that today. People trying to, you know, it's very sweet in nature, but, you know, they're trying to put together a, a just like a grab bag, like Gorp. They'll just like hand you a bag of Gorp with a, you know, a bread tie around it. Trick or treat. Are we all, am I seeing all confused faces? What is that an acronym? Gorp? Yeah. Gorp is an acronym. I forget what it's. Uh, granola, oats, grains, oats. Raisins and peanuts. And peanuts. Okay. Cool. So it's like trail mix, you know, it's, but it quickly became trash because we wouldn't eat it. Yeah. Pick out all the chocolate. If they put yeah. chocolate like M&Ms in it. Right. And then the rest yeah. of it was on the ground. Yeah. Gummy bears, Oreos. Raisinets. 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 Yeah. Raisinets. Red vines. Red vines. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I like that the day after Halloween in Gorp towns, there's always like a raccoon like infestation. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> totally. Totally. Or, or in our case, in, in Mill Valley, it'd probably just be stoked hikers. <laughs> you know, the, the ragamuffins would come through town the day after Halloween and just pick up all the. Part of their part of their migratory pattern pass <laughs> yeah. through that town. Yeah, and as we're going about our business, you know, making a nice haul. I remember I had like the, um, you know, just like a paper bag, like a paper shopping bag with with handles, and uh, somebody else had, you know, smart enough to bring a backpack or whatever. Pillowcase, pillowcase. When, when you gather and you're like, I got that. Like I got a flashlight. I brought my Walkman. I have one walkie-talkie. You know, like. Yeah. And and uh, and like you know, I got a, I got a paper bag with handles. Like everybody's like, boo, you know. I remember that specifically. That's stupid, dude. We're riding bikes, and I was like, it's all I can do, man. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of help. And so, of course, we run into our bully. Oh. Uh, and I was about as big as him, but he was he was a short, stocky, redhead. Um, freckles. His name was Dennis. He sounds angry. Yeah. Well, and he was a total kind of surfer dude, but like just like a, a hooligan, like who just like the classic dude who would just like be walking through a group of kids and would just like push two of them down and just keep going. He was like you know in eighth grade or going or maybe going into ninth or I mean he was significant. He was like a peripheral guy in my bro older brother's group. Yeah. Like sometimes he was around, and when he was around with my brother, he was cool, fine, whatever if you ever caught him alone. And he wasn't that kind of guy who was like in a pack of, of bullies. He was just a lone wolf. Yeah. yeah. The most dangerous bully there Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Yeah. I guess so. He's not trying to impress anybody. It's like an anarchist. He yeah. doesn't care. He's trying to disrupt. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I, I came to find out that he's an only child. And, uh, you know, I'm sure, obviously, as I tell my kids, I'm sure home life was not cool. 
But, um, you know, the kind of kid that, like, I still would see when I go home and he's still outside the 7-Eleven, you know, yeah. as, a grown, as a grown man. You're like, whew, Dennis. <laughs> Maybe he owns the 7-Eleven and a whole string of them. You don't know. You know, I have actually, he became, uh, he was on that show Flaked with Will Arnett. It was based in uh, Venice Beach. He's a total beach bum sort of surfer dude. Anyway, we ran into them, or I think it was just him actually, like uh, as usual. But they came over and like we were on our bikes and we're just like hesitant, didn't have enough time to bolt. Like he just kind of came out of the darkness. And do you have a haul at this point? Like you've got, you know, some candy behind, you know. Your sacks are full. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. good haul. Pretty, yeah. you know, pretty decent. You know, the, the night's the, the night's been going well, and we're on bikes, so we're we're covering a lot of ground. But he's not right. You're on bikes. He's not on a bike. He's not. He's just literally walking around the kind the kind of kid who walks around on Halloween with a bag and no costume. You yeah, know? I tell you, the bikes the bikes can slow you down depending yeah. on the density of the houses. Yeah, that's a bit. Also, when somebody approaches, like if you didn't get like we can't ride at him, yeah. and we, yeah. you know, you, we're, we're not bikers you know we can't like you know and uh, we couldn't use the bikes as but i do i think you know get off get off the bike stand behind yeah. the bike and you know yeah. just, there's something i can toss or uh, you know if i have to bolt like the mongoose the mongoose with spider mags <laughs> and he came over and he was kind of cool it's kind of nice you know like just like hey guys like you know Halloween, you guys doing good? Cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, oh, let me see. How you doing? Yeah, and you're just like, uh... <laughs> Waiting for it. His costume was a nice person. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, he's trying... He's trying and he's, to and he's about to take it off. <laughs> <laughs> it's tight. It's very tight. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. He was like Vincent D'Onofrio in, in the, uh, when he was overtaken by bugs. Yeah. Yes. Men in black. Yep. Men in black. Men in black, thank you. But he was pretty cool. Took a look in our bag, you know, just like haul good. And he was like eat chomping on a piece of candy. He was like, uh, hey, you know, like, where's your big brother? I was like, dude, I don't know. <laughs> Since we're Bad answer. No. He's right here. Oh, he must have just stepped out for a second. Oh, him and all, all his uh, karate friends are just <laughs> at the next house. They're in the other room. He's like, yeah. you're not inside. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, but we all live in Earth, man. I mean, he's he's in another room. <laughs> But he was just like, oh, okay, all right, cool. Well, if you see him, tell him I'll be at the depot. You know, like the the depot's the the hangout spot and whatever. Okay, yeah, sure, sure. As as like I think, as he was now addressing me, the other guys kind of got on bikes and were like primed and ready, and we're hey, already yeah, were we're already, yeah. we're already ten feet away from you know what what's going to happen or what could happen. They recognized Chekhov's gun and said, "We we have to go." Yeah, I just rode my bike away and just kind of like they they were all riding a little more scared and i was like i was like oh maybe maybe i'm growing up and maybe it's just cool now maybe i don't know maybe i've got a bigger and he got yeah. bored or you know what whatever we ride get a, maybe another house or two and and uh, throw the bikes down and uh we get back on the bikes got a great haul i don't think we we're going home maybe we're gonna go to the outskirts of the depot where like you know the the cool kids are at the depot and then there's like ripples of other hangout yeah. spots where you you know where you're allowed to hang out as a younger kid but you're feeling safe i'm feeling safe and pretty secure and we're riding down to kind of the big hill and at the top of the hill my the bottom of my bag collapses it, it all falls out and it's, oh, wow. it's 
completely gone. Chekhov's bully makes an appearance. And I'm, I'm I'm rolling I'm rolling down the hill and like candy's everywhere and I no longer have a bag and quite literally at the top of the hill is like you know backlit. I mean Spielberg. I mean you're talking about ET backlit uh, down at the top of the hill as I'm like you know pretty much down the hill not a very long hill but like realize I've got nothing. Dennis is at the top of the hill and he's just laughing and pointing at me. You know, I later found it, put like ice cubes, a bunch of ice cubes in my paper bag. Oh, yeah. Smart. Oh, my God. They started started soaking away at it. It took yeah. enough time, took enough time, 15 maybe minutes to like get really work its way through the bag and 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 riding the bike and just one big move and candy all over the place. And he's just at the top of the hill and he's just like, you know. It's mine now. <laughs> I don't know if he had that cool of a line, but like. He followed you guys. He waited. He, he yeah. lurked behind you. Mm -hmm. He was just following us and waiting. And it just couldn't have happened at a better time for him and for cinematically. And of course, I didn't go back. I just rode down. And, you know, obviously I, the bros hooked me up with some, you know, yeah. fucking goobers and, you know, malt, malt balls. Gorp. I have so much respect for him. Oh yeah, like the long game, like playing, like figuring out the chemistry of like this is how yeah you put a time bomb in a, a yeah. round paper bag. Yeah, that's like like really clever. Like yeah. a, a big handful of ice, and like in about ten minutes, all that candy is going to be in. And you come across five kids. Four of them have pillowcases, and one has a paper bag. There's your target. Yeah. Wow. And that kid's older brother had called him, Dennis, earlier and said, yeah, Ian left here with a paper bag. And Dennis said, <laughs> hell yeah, I'm on it. Which There's way did he go? Yeah. And, you know, come to find out, obviously, we, we were like in his neighborhood. So he just came out like when he saw us or we probably came to his house and then he was in the background and just grabbed a handful of ice cubes and came out and was super chill and plopped in, uh, you know, three, four ice cubes. I mean, how many can you carry in one hand and play it cool for too long, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That was a, a solid, and I did come to respect it. And, you know, I think me and my other later friend, Austin, tried it to no success because, like, you know, we had like a plastic bag with ice cubes in it that by the time we got to anybody, it was, was just water <laughs> that yeah. had probably leaked inside of our backpacks. Like, our backpacks were so. No, and also you have to, while you're talking to them, drop yeah. them in without them feeling that they went in. It's, right. it's a complicated it, move. It, he didn't. Yeah. Take, he didn't take any of my candy. He was just like, oh, let me check it out. Yeah. He's pawing through looking at it. Yep. So he's pawing around in there and dropping ice cubes. And I was just, you know, ready to bolt. I'm just like waiting for a, a quick jab or, I mean, he never like punched or like, it wasn't like brutal. It was just, you know, it was just that ominous bully vibe that you're just like, oh, the, the, the air shifts in the room, you know? Uh -huh. was, but I mean, it wasn't like broken. No, you know, it wasn't punch fest. It was just, he just wanted you to know that he's always watching. Speaking of bullies, I have a story about Halloween. Actually, it starts the day before Halloween. And this story is about how Mischief Night hijinks almost got me killed Ooh, on Halloween. Wow. So. Great headline. Um, so, yeah. It's like a BuzzFeed. How Miss Mischief like hijinks can get you killed can get you killed so i was a bully when i was in fifth and sixth grade did you ever do the ice cube trick no but i love it yeah i wish i'd thought of it my family moved to the poconos 
when I was in fifth grade and I was miserable. We lived in a house all by ourselves. I hadn't found the joys of solitude and the lake yet. Yeah. So mostly I was just miserable. I was unhappy in school. I was bored. I was angry. You said you lived in a house all by yourself as opposed to like a commune or? Well, instead of like a neighborhood. In the neighborhood. Oh, you were. Yeah, it was like in the woods, sort of, right? We were in a neighborhood. I always had kids to play kickball with and football and just ride bikes with and everything. And then we moved to this house and there's nobody around without either getting a ride from one of our parents or like riding your bike a quarter of a mile crossing a pretty busy road to get to another neighborhood of kids, which, which I did. Becky wasn't allowed to, but I was allowed to. Right. So I made friends with this one kid and her name was Dee Dee. And the girl that lived across the street from her, her name was Jan. Let's call them Dee Dee and Jan. We were middle schoolish friends. Okay. That means that at any given day, Jan and I would be friends and we'd be mad at Dee Dee or Dee Dee and Jan would be friends and they'd be mad at me or you know, that it just rotates around and there were other kids in the mix. And, but what we did, we didn't play board games and we didn't watch TV. We'd either ride our bikes around or we would fight each other. <laughs> oh yeah. We just fight each other like fist fights. Right. Boys. It didn't matter. Just fly. <laughs> just and not just, here. not just the three of you, not just you, Didi oh. and Jan, lots of people would fight. Anybody, anybody who was around, somebody'd say, Oh, you're going to fight Carol Ann. Like, all right, I'm going to fight Carol now. So, okay. Um, just to feel something. Just to, just to do <laughs> yeah. something. That is Fight Club. You're literally, you're not supposed it's, to talk about Fight Club, but you are going to talk about Fight Club. Yeah, now cool. you have to edit that. Oh, well, we won't, we won't talk about what the second rule of Fight Club is then. All right. Okay. All right. So you didn't even have to be mad at anybody. You just would fight them. Somebody yeah. would say, you're going to fight this one, and you just. And, and fighting is wrestling in the dirt. Right. I mean, we're not talking, we're not talking squaring off and throwing punches. No, we were throwing punches. We were trying wow. to. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was violent. A real Donnie Brook. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Donnie, as much as it could be. Because at some point, some older kid would come along and tell us to cut it out, or somebody's parent would show up. Yeah. They'd drive by or they'd lean out their windows and just yell at us. You kids cut it out and we'd scatter. Just yell at one of them that he knew, like, Marianne, get home. Yeah. yeah. And then we'd all be scared because, you know, and the next day we're out just doing it again. Right. So whatever. So it's mischief night and I'm friends with Dee Dee. This is a day for me to be friends with Dee Dee. So the hell with Jan. Well, Jan, we're mad at Jan. Yeah. So I called Dee Dee and I said, hey, have you ever done mischief night? And she's like, no, what's mischief night? So I said, okay, so what you need, you need your bike, you need a paper bag, you need a bar of soap. Jesse, you brought Mischief Night to the Poconos. Yeah. I, did. I did. I did. Or at least to, to Dee Dee. I think <laughs> you're describing the plot of Bad Boys starring Sean Penn. Great. I want the royalties then. That'd be, that'd be fantastic. So she said, okay. And I said, if, you, if your dad uses shaving cream, bring that. If you have any whipped cream, bring that. No eggs? Um, I don't think eggs. Too much DNA. I don't remember eggs. Okay. The, the eggs don't factor into this too much. So the first thing we did, she's like, what do we do first? I said, we need corn. We need corn. Okay. I love you. are like soap, shaving cream, a paper, paper bag. bag, paper bag. And then she's like, all right, first thing you need is corn. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, 
We need to we need to get some corn. First, we have to make a strong strong child mash. You know, <laughs> right? like, corn mash. When when did the corn get mentioned in the well, whole the process? Corn, it isn't. We're gonna we're gonna harvest our own corn, and we harvest corn by right. stealing stalks off people's front porches. Oh, I thought I was thinking you went to like somewhere where there was a farm. All right, so. I'm sorry. In my world, that's that's decorative maize. <laughs> it's okay. decorative maize, yeah. and we're gonna steal it. <laughs> and we're going to take the cobs off and put the stalks back on because we're humorous as well as thieving. Yep. So when they go to undecorate in like the next couple of days, yeah. Yeah. they go to lift up the stalk and it's a little lighter than they expected. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Just like when you pick up a jug of milk and it's empty and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good trick. Yeah, yeah. It's, very it's mischievous. It's also part of the whole thing. Like stealing is part of the whole mischief night thing. Yeah, so, right. so we stole a bunch of stocks from all of her neighbors because it was down in her neighborhood because I didn't have any neighbors. And killed their dog. <laughs> what? The dogs have to die. Dogs just, uh, any cats, any dogs, whatever. <laughs> but you have to get the corn off the husk. So you're shedding, the, you're shredding this corn and it goes into the paper bag. That's what the paper bag is for. Right. So we're carrying around, now we're carrying around bags of corn and soap and shaving cream. You keep the corn? Well, we keep the kernels in the bags because yeah. you can't just carry them around. It's either what you need for mischief night or when there's a hurricane and you need to provide a family with a care package. It's the same thing. Right. Do you have a plan for the corn or you're just keeping yes. it because, okay. No, there's a plan. So the so with the with the shaving cream, it's obvious. You just spray it on people's windshields so they're annoyed in the morning. Same with the soap. Yeah. You're going to write nasty messages on people's houses, yep. on their car windows, in the back. Well, seat. That's what the soap is for, right? That's right, what right. Soap right. Is for. Yeah. I'm not going to interrupt too much, but may I ask for one thing that you wrote? Fuck you. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. is that what you wrote, or you don't want to tell Dave? <laughs> Kevin, wow. Kevin, bleep that, please. That is horrible. <laughs> but the trick is, you write "fuck you" backwards, so the kid they in the car it. sees it. Yeah. Very clever. We're thieving and we're clever because I am bored out of my mind in the Poconos. Yeah. And Didi's just going along with all of this stuff. Plus, you're you're ready. You're ready to fight. You're looking for fights. Yeah. Well, not not tonight. And you're a seasoned fighter. You haven't fought since dusk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. This is before dinner. So she's a good sport and she's going along with everything. So the shaving cream. We, you know, we do what we're doing with shaving cream. We, we use up almost all of our chalk, but not quite. Chalk? You hadn't mentioned chalk. I'm sorry, not chalk. Soap, 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 soap. Okay. On the, on the giant road in this neighborhood, we write in giant letters. Fuck you down the middle of the road. That's their go-to. With what? With the soap. Soap. With the soap. That's got to take a while. It takes a long time. You're like, oh, wait, hang on. Car. Yeah. <laughs> car. Well, cars, for sure. Also with the corn. The corn, what you do is you find people that are sitting by the, in their living room by their windows and you throw a handful of corn at the windows and it sounds like shotgun. Oh, just you, you, you strip off the kernels. Yeah, yeah, cool. Not all the kernels. You throw a handful of kernels and they jump out of their skins. And then, yeah. you run away. then, the, then the cob is now a bona fide weapon to shove down somebody's mouth if they're charging you because you're ready to fight. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. Or if they're right. going to talk. Right. So we get rid of our corn. We write, fuck you. And then we realize that it's late and we're supposed to be home by nine. Both of us have a curfew. We have to be home by nine and it's like 930. Oh, wow. So that's bad. That's bad. 
So then we're down at the end of this hill. I have at least a 20 minute walk home. D has like a 10 minute walk home, but there's my dad driving around. Oh no. So we, he saw us. Half hour late, he's already hit the road. He's looking for you. Yeah, it's too late. It's half an hour past our curfew. Yeah, you're 10, right? I was young. We were young. Yeah. And it's a school. So it was way late. Yeah. And I guess he called these parents and they said, yeah, we saw them riding their bikes or whatever. So we saw them killing a dog off of (laughs) I-93. A couple of dogs. (laughs) That's next Halloween. He picks me up at the bottom of the hill. She's going to walk home. She doesn't want to get in the car because he's mad. He's super mad. So she gets home and we're driving up the hill and we drive past the giant fuck you on the pavement. In your handwriting. In my handwriting. Could you see it? How could you see it? Like he's driving over it. Like you could, it's up a hill. So it looks like it's on, on a billboard in front of you. (laughs) Yeah. The light, the lights catch it. It's clear as day. That's so smart that you put it at the top of the hill on a foot of it. Like you can see it from the foot of the hill. That's great. Until I had planned this so carefully. I was so, oh, anyway, I knew whose houses we were going to hit with the corn. Yeah. I was going to get the angriest about the, the, Shaving cream, it was all planned out. And Jess, when you saw the fuck you, were you like, boy, at least I didn't do that. Man, well, that's was, terrible. Nope, I was afraid because immediately I was a bully and a bad kid then, but that's not who I am. So yeah. I always felt really bad about all of the stuff that I did. I always felt really bad. So I was sitting there. I was already in trouble for being late. So he looks over at me and I looked out the window and I knew right then he knew that I did it. Like that was <laughs> being... That was just like I you should have just stared at him. I direct eye contact. My dad. Yes. And I, that's that. I think that was the start of our long downhill slide. So, um, oh man, while well, you were going uphill, though, literally. Oh, good point. We were, we were going uphill. I got in serious trouble. I got grounded. Obviously. So he didn't even ask a question. He just was. He, he didn't. Just, he, he gave you a look, and you uh, you acquiesced. No words were exchanged. We never even talked about it, but they just said you're not going out for a while. And I was like, okay. Sounds right. That's about right. And uh, Dee and I talked the next day in school and she said she got grounded too. So I said, okay, all right. So the next day after school, I snuck out my bedroom window because it's Halloween. Like I'm freaking going out for Halloween, but it was too early to trick or treat because back then we were still going when it was kind of dark. At 10 years old, you had the, 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 the ovaries to sneak out, huh? Well, I don't know. I was bored, so yeah. bored. So I snuck out. Do you have a first floor bedroom or a second floor yeah. bedroom? We had a first, in the woods, we had a first floor bedroom. And okay. it was a small window. Like I, I had to stop doing it when I got too big because it was like, I couldn't get, I couldn't get back in. Getting right. out was easy because the windows cranked. So I could just slide out the window, but getting back in and it was a jump down. Getting yeah. back in was a climb up and a climb up and yeah. a squeeze in the wrong way. I was having trouble getting back in. A window waiting to break. Well, yeah. or a kid waiting to get like tangled up in a wind, like terrible. Yeah. So we, so we, um, she's mad because I, she didn't really understand what mischief night was until we're out there doing it. So she's mad at me because she got grounded. So all day but, long. But on school, the plus side, now you and Jan are friends. Yeah, now Jan and I. Are <laughs> so I go down to try to talk to her after school, and she's out with a group of kids because she got grounded, but she snuck out too because that's. Yeah. Whatever, it's Halloween. The Pocono way. It's the, po- whatever. <laughs> so we're standing there and Jan, who I never really liked that much, I would only be friends with her to make D mad. So yeah. she'd be friends with me again. Like it wasn't, 
Jan says, you have to fight D. You guys are going to fight. And there's a whole group of kids there because they, because we had decorated their cars. We had thrown corn at the windows. They'd seen the fuck you on the street. Like they knew that we had done some stuff. They wanted blood. They wanted blood. So the, there was going to be a big fight. Big it's fight. like Spock being forced to fight Kirk. It's yeah. just like, yeah. what is going on? Is this when you started smoking Paul Malls? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we each took a shot of gin. Um, no, no. But we're so we're standing there, and D and I we're we're, we're about to fight. We're going to fight. This is really going to happen. And Jan's brother comes over, and he's a high school kid. This is a this is a big kid, and his friends are coming with him. So now it's like, it's like Stand by Me with with Kiefer Sutherland and his idiot friends coming over. Different generations, almost. It's different yeah. generation. So he comes over. And D and I, like, we're, we're talking it up. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. He opens his hand and tries to hand her a knife. Oh, my. He tries to hand D a knife. And at that point. Meanwhile, the audience couldn't see this, but all of our jaws dropped open at the <laughs> yeah, exact that same is, time. Yes. <laughs> so this, this high school kid, Rick, like, has a, it's a switchblade. And you're 10-year-old girls yeah. back, back in with the 40s? <laughs> 30s, but whatever. 30s. In the 30s. <laughs> Like, you know, I guess that's just a, a crazy move as well. But you guys were already, it was, a, a, apparently there's just something in the water in this county. Yeah. Right? Monroe County. There's so much boredom. There's so yeah. much boredom. And knives, like, knives weren't as big a deal. Almost everybody had a knife. They weren't that sharp back then. They weren't that For 10-year-olds? Well, I, I didn't have a knife till I was older, but. Best friends about to fight? So he, so he opens his hand and there's this open switchblade on it. And I really got scared. I thought, well, I'm going to have to run really fast because this isn't going to happen. And Jan starts talking about how D take the knife, take the knife. And D and I look at each other and we're both like, oh, hell no. So we both turn and run to her house and get inside and shut the door. And that was the last time we ever talked to Jan. That was it. Yeah, shit. That was wow. Is that because Jan was stabbed by the mob? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That night, somebody had to get knifed. There was going to be blood on that schoolyard that day. They buried her with a dog. Dee was one of the only friends I ever had in high school. Like, we saw each other at the reunion a couple years ago, and she was the only person I really wanted to even talk to. So that ended my bullying. It ended me wow. fighting. Yeah. And it ended me doing destruction of other people's property. That was Street the end art. of all that. Right. Street art. Street art, yeah, wow. So my story, it also starts on Mischief Night and ends on Halloween. With a knife? No knife. Oh, okay. So back when the kids were little, we live in Havertown. And in our neighborhood, there's a lot of, uh, we, we have a lot of relatives. We have a lot of Mary's family live around us. Our kids are generally around the same age. So when our kids started to get a little bit older, we've always had a little bit of fun on Mischief Night, toilet papering each other's houses. Yeah. And um, it's so fun, you know. Harmless fun. Harmless fun. But we would take it seriously because you didn't want to get caught. You didn't want to get busted. You wanted to catch them off guard. Yeah. You know, it had to be dark. You had to catch them sleeping, you know, like napping, whatever, like in the back, maybe maybe finishing up with dinner. Uh, you might look in a window and see, all right, we're, we're good, you know. Did you unroll the toilet paper first to yeah. make it loose? Yeah. That's the trick I learned. Yes. You unroll it. Or if you're going to, like, try to throw it high. You got to give it some slack and you got to throw yeah. it, like almost roll it and throw it at the same time. Yeah, so okay, yeah. 
Got it. Spinning yeah. in the right direction. Does this go in the cat? Like, um, you know, how you put the roll on, you know, like so it yeah. rolls down yeah. or yeah. Rolls behind. It, which way is best for throwing? If you're going to kind of throw it underhand, you right. want right. The, you want it to you want the 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 uh, toilet paper to be underneath. So you're almost like a, like bowling it and throwing it mm-hmm. so that it's going to spin and unravel and not break. Well, I'm going to propose something. I've never thrown toilet paper. I'm guessing if you held it in the right orientation and threw it like a spiral football, yeah, that it would discharge the way you want it to discharge if you made it spin fast enough at the rate that you threw it. Yeah, And I'm going to try this at some point when I'm outside. Nice. <laughs> yes. nice. Yeah, the the best part is, and it's perfect because of the time of year, leaves are either gone or almost gone. If you can get it through, it comes back down and you just keep doing it. It is. Keep doing you it. just keep All doing right. it. And sometimes you might put it on a finger, like if you're going to kind yeah, of try sure. to run around a car, run around yeah. a house, just let it spool. Yep. Yeah, right? sure. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, Dave, when you do do this, you just be sure and throw it at, at Dritz. Yeah, you got it. On your finger, just run around him a hundred times. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, Steve, for added bonus, used toilet paper. Uh, you know, you could always. Never tried it. Never tried it. I'm sure someone out there has. Jesse, the Poconos, maybe? Nope. Nope. <laughs> you weren't that bad. So, so one year, you know, we're, we're, we're like, and as the years went on, you'd be on guard. You know, you'd be like, yeah. all right. You know, somebody's got to watch the front of the house, keep the door open, keep the windows open, make sure nobody's getting us. If, if you do get caught, do you have to like stop and clean it up? Yeah, you're bu- you're busted. You're yeah, busted. You're, done. yeah, you're, you're done. Yeah, right. you're done. Yeah. It's and it's, it's you know humiliating. You you've lost. Right. Well, you have all that toilet paper you have to walk home with. It is. It's quite embarrassing. <laughs> you get very embarrassed. You get red. You get very flush. Oh boy. Okay. I see what I see what you did there. So we one year we got. We were here and we were eating, maybe finishing up dinner and like sort of planning, like, all right, you know, getting ready to, we're going to go out and we gather up our supplies and we realize that we've been like, our house has been decimated. (laughs) (laughs) We were crushed. And so. You pack it in at that point, Steve? Do you, do you accept defeat? Hell no. Hell no. My wife, uh, she was like. You go to Costco. (laughs) Yeah. We we gotta we gotta up this Annie, and so we had a hunch who did it, and it was uh, Mary's cousin, and they live very close to us. So were, now, were there any were there any cues in the toilet paper? Was it was it a certain type of toilet paper? Were there footprints on the lawn? What, what are we what are we keying in on? The one roll that they finished with, they just spooled it all the way back to their house, yes. <laughs> yes. Just, just, right in the front door, up the steps, and into the crapper. Yeah. They left a Costco receipt. Right there on the lawn. Right. So before this was Mary's idea, before we went to get them, we this is going to be really good because Steve was very careful to mention that it was taking the blame. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she she's proud of this. Okay. So right. We were talking about it earlier. She's very proud of this. Oh, so you're giving her credit. I see. Okay. Give her credit. Yeah. Give her right, credit. Okay. Absolutely. Right. So. We go to probably Super Fresh, like the, the local grocery store, and we buy. We might have had to buy some toilet. We might not have had our toilet paper yet. We were buying toilet. So we we go there to buy the toilet paper, and it's me and Mary and Marissa and Connor, and I think they were oh, it's like a whole family affair. I love wow. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, family affair. The kids were always involved in this. Yeah. I want to say Marissa and Connor were like 
ninth grade, seventh grade, or tenth okay. grade, eighth grade, something like that. Perfect. Mary gets the idea of we'll buy pads. <laughs> pads. pads, yeah. Like pads. pads? F- female pads. Female. Female pads. <laughs> <laughs> we'll buy a bunch of pads. You mean like for for lacrosse? For the period. For, oh, for okay. the period. <laughs> lacrosse. For the period. So you're gonna make guns? No, those are tampons. These are pads. They're bigger and they have a tackiness to them. Yeah, it's a it's a pad. It's a maxi pad. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. So we'll buy pads and then we'll buy markers. We'll buy uh, Sharpies and we'll stick them to one of their cars and write things on them. Nice. Okay. Like we're creating art. Street pad art. Pad bumper sure. stickers. Street yeah. art. Okay. Right. You wrote fuck you on 36 <laughs> yeah. maxi pads. We get to the house. Please tell me you stuck them and then you wrote rather than pre-writing them all. I can't remember the secret. I think that's what we did. I think we I like this, I like the picture of the Roni household them all sitting around the dining room table <laughs> with about five boxes open five. and then yeah. like crafting, like all we writing did. different <laughs> things, you know. Dad, how do you spell bastard? <laughs> <laughs> we did this on the run. So like we're like between in, in our minivan between the super fresh and their house. Yeah. We're thinking of things we're going to write and and so we get them all out, we prepare we get to their house, park, park about a half a and block And also, away. a minivan, Steve, that's a great Mischief Night car. You got that sliding door on the side? Dave, listen, go, we go, were... Go, 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 go! Yeah. Ian, that's exactly how it went. We were very serious about it. A- about a block, you know, block in, we would turn the lights off. We ha- You could switch off the interior light yeah. so that it yeah. wouldn't go on when you opened the door. Stealth mode. And we'd open it up. We quietly pull over, leave the car running. All get out. Door open. Make sure leave the door open. Make sure make sure they're not they can't see us. You're all dressed in black. You have the camouflage paint on the kids. Oh, we always dressed in dark for sure. Yeah, yeah. Nobody at the wheel though. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. You don't leave a a driver. Ready no, to we, go. we we everybody all wanted hands on deck, Dave. Everybody all wanted a deck. taste of it. Yeah. So we did a little <laughs> bit of toilet. We did a little bit of toilet papering, and then we stuck the pads all over. Yeah, our cousin John, his the back of his Honda it was in the it's in this it's in their driveway. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we covered the back just on the windows or on the bottom no, no. as well on the on the bumper and the back of the trunk, just on the back flat yeah. part of the car. Okay, and we wrote messages like "I heart periods," pro <laughs> pro pro period, yeah. pro menses, anything we could think of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very period positive, I have to say. We were okay, right with, and, with uh, the uh, with the female pads. Yeah, we covered. The, the, you couldn't get another one on there. There was there was definitely a moment when we were doing it. Like I'm thinking, are these going to come off easily? Like right, could these yeah could these take the paint off? So we get back in the van and we zoom away. We've we've gotten away with it. Yeah, we've scored. That was a Friday night. That was mischief night. John, whose car we put him on, uh, he works as a, a phys ed teacher and coach in a uh, school district about 30 minutes from us. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And the, <laughs> next, the next day, he had an event. He had a 5K like walk run for an elementary school in his school district that was starting very early. It was a Saturday morning. Oh, my God. We didn't know this. And... Oh my God. He was one of the organizers. So the, the night before, he had put all his equipment in the trunk. 
Sure. Uh, He's planning ahead. Planning ahead. So He's just going to roll out of bed and go, man. <laughs> and in the morning... Grab his visors, throw on his short shorts, and he's, he's a genius. Don't forget your whistle, but yeah, whistle. No, he's got. Yeah. You set the coffee timer. It's all the coffee's ready to go. <laughs> right out the door. <laughs> wow! Extra banana in the cup holder. So he comes out of his his house into the driveway, right into the passengers, or right into the driver's side, and yeah. pulls out and heads to work. It's about a you, one could say he never looked back. <laughs> He never looked back. Didn't have to. He drives about 30 minutes to his uh, event. A lot of people having a good time on the road following him. Right. right. People are... Uh, a lot of holding and waving. And he's like, I have got it today. I love this vibe. So he gets to the event and he's a little, for being an organizer, he's helping out the, the main the main organizer. From, yeah. And for being, he's a little late, so there's more people there. Than if he's there. late, yeah, I feel like he doesn't need the pads. Uh, no? Okay. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> you know you score big when Dave goes, uh. Uh, So he gets there, he pulls into the parking lot, jumps out, opens his trunk, gets the cones out, closes his trunk, and dashes off to the... To Never the saw market, it! Of course. Never saw Never saw Wow. It. Wow. He he gets to the course. He starts setting out the cones. He realizes he's forgotten something, or or it just dawned on him like, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, wait, wait, what? <laughs> I, it's a shame. Ian is doing some really good physical work right now. He really now. is. <laughs> and people are insane. Ian's minding, opening and closing a trunk, and not and looking around and like looking oh. like, did I miss something? Yeah. Thoughtfully, put that on your reel, Kevin. Put that on his reel. Yeah, I'll update it. <laughs> so John uh, starts heading back to his car, and this time people are streaming past. And he's gotten there kind of earlier than most people. So are they? Could you say people are flowing in? Flowing in, very there good. Jesse, people are flowing in. He gets within eyesight of his car, and he realizes he, he sees it. And he's thinking, "What the fuck is on the back of my car?" <laughs> As he approaches his car, he's shocked. <laughs> at what he's seeing and he he starts to panic because he's yeah an administrator you know a, 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 a he's a teacher he's got a license to be safe around children he's also a phys ed <laughs> teacher and they don't have the best rep <laughs> this is why so he gets to his gets to his car and he just immediately starts ripping them off as fast as he can Chunks of paint coming off. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I was worried about. So fortunately, no paint came off. Yeah. He threw him in his trunk and just closed it. He lost his pension, but you know, <laughs> yeah. the paint was fine. Yeah. He's now a registered <laughs> offender, but yeah, right. yeah. he got to meet all of his neighbors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he has to live in a special apartment that's 500 feet from every school in Delaware County. Hard to find. Those are hard to find. They are hard to find. <laughs> right. When did he figure out it was you guys? He, he knew right away. Like as soon as he saw it, when he, he knew. took off the pad that said "Roni's Rule." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait. So I do. I'm just putting this together. Was this Mary's idea? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess you said that before, but it just clicked in my head, and it worked so well. I mean, it could not. Like we had no idea, you know, what he was doing the next day. It just worked. He's driving there. Everybody's seeing Everything it. Everything was fine. Ultimately, right? I mean, it was just he just. Everything was fine. The car. The, yeah, he didn't get in trouble. Uh, yeah. There was no paint chips off the car. 
kind of adhesive do you guys think this these pads have? They're not they're not yeah. going to be that strong. They're meant to stick to underwear. They're not like you well, know. They're meant to come off. Yeah. Like they're just not to mention fair point. Yeah. His wife didn't have to spend like a lot of money over the next couple of months, right? So. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's a little. She had messages on each of them, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Not for long. Hey, they're they're free. Well, my story has no maxi pads involved. Uh, this story takes place on October. 25th 2008 at a halloween party okay so this was a party a friend of mine was having in wilmington delaware this friend is originally from st louis the reason i say that is because on october 25th 2008 there was a very important phillies game against the devil rays because the phillies were in the world series right right Right. So some of us were like, do we go to this party? Do we not go to the party? It had been a party. I know Jesse's shaking her head no. It had been a party that we had been going to for quite a few years. So we're like, we'll go. And there'll be one next year. Well, you go to the party and you put it on the TV set. Yeah, you got to go. That's exactly it. We're like, we'll turn it on the TV. Sure. My friend Gordon, whose party it was, not a Phillies fan, I, it's important to note he works for Comcast. <laughs> Okay. So we get to his place, and he informs us something's wrong with the cable. You can't turn well, the TV on. See ya. Have a good – happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. And we're all like, you got to be kidding. There were almost not a person there that wasn't invested in one way or another in this series. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. It was. It was huge. You know, the Phillies hadn't been in the World Series since 93. They would ultimately <laughs> win this one, which they hadn't done since 80. So – What game was this? This was game. I can't remember, Steve. It was either three or four. I can't remember. Was it a Saturday night? It was Saturday night. And then they would play on Monday. So I don't know if they did Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Because if you recall. When was the rainout day? That was yeah. Monday. It was like Trump Monday. And then it was supposed to be played Tuesday, but then it snowed on Tuesday. So they had to play it on Wednesday. And that was right. the when they won the World Series. Right. So we get there. And we decide, okay, we can put it on the radio. At least it's being played in Philadelphia. We'll put it on the radio. Old school. Old like, school. Then, like 1920s. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. like, the nice part was it is Harry Callis because. Yeah, it, oh, oh, my God. Home team crowd Absolutely. announcing. Right. Yeah. It, otherwise, the national game was Joe Buck and sure. Tim McCarver. So it was like Tim McCarver's like Philly adjacent. So we do that, and we put it on. And then once the booze starts flowing and stuff, you're listening, you're kind of not listening. So probably like around 8 o'clock, 8.30, uh, Julie doesn't feel that great. She hadn't felt that great when we were going over to the party. So I said to her, I'll just take you home. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm just going to stay home. I'm going to take her home, and I'll stay home. Ah, uh, oh, you're oh. so nice. Well, I mean, oh, I am nice, but also... I wanted to watch the game. game. Of yeah. course, I was being sarcastic. Oh, I see. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Couldn't tell. So right. I take my wife home. I sit down and watch the game for a little bit. I get a text from a friend of the podcast, everybody here, Jim Burns, who was at the party, and he said, are you coming back? And I was like... Ah, yeah, God, Jim Burns. And Jim's a huge, huge Phillies fan. I what, what, was, what was Jim dressed as at the party? He was dressed as he had this huge wig. We call it, 
it, it, it was the Carlito was a wrestler. It was a Carlito wig. So he was dressed as that and he had like a Hawaiian shirt on. So Jim's like the king of just pick up whatever shit you can find, put it on and oh, go to What were you and Julie dressed as? Julie was a vampire. I was Captain Chaos from Cannonball Run. So the uh, Dom DeLuise. Dom DeLuise. Dom DeLuise. I, was, awesome. I was him a couple of years ago. It's great, dude. You and I, we're symbiotic, buddy. You guys still watch that movie? Yeah. I haven't seen it since no. the early 80s. I'm sure it, it aged perfectly fine, Jesse. It's been a while, but I'll watch it again and go, yep, nothing wrong here. That's one of those movies that it's such a dude movie. Yeah. It's such a dude movie. Oh, my God. I, I loved it. My dad yeah. loved that movie. I can't. I have not been able to ever sit through it. Oh, my I God. need to go back and watch it because like, I barely remember it. It's awful, and it's everything I've ever wanted to be. That yeah. and like, the <laughs> of Hazard and the A-Team. Like oh yeah, all that stuff. Just that's all there was, though. Like that's the, yeah. what was the alternative? Yeah. What else were you gonna do? Well, right, fuck you on a you know a street. Put your fist up. Yeah, and fight. fight. Yeah. Meanwhile, you were fighting. I didn't fight anybody. I was just watching TV shows. Yeah, having your candy stolen. So I do decide to go back to the party, and I was really good the first time around. The second time around, now I don't have anybody there to uh, kick me in the butt. So I was drinking a little bit more. And at the end of the party, I was okay to drive, but I wasn't great to drive. And I was like, this is not my best moment. But Bunch of podcast does not condone. I, we don't. We definitely don't. But I got pulled over and I was like, oh, oh, fuck. So again, I felt like I was probably fine. But at the same time, I was like, if I get a breathalyzer, I don't know what's going to happen. So if Cannonball Run, you're dressed like the guy from Cannonball Run. Yes. Did that influence your decisions in any way? Well, Dom DeLuise was kind of the, the smartest of the characters. So you'd think I would have made probably a better decision. Okay. But uh, so probably, probably in some But sense. if it's Jackie Gleason walking up to your car, is that who it was? No, that's that's a whole different Burt Reynolds movie you're going with, buddy. I, I like to think he that, that Kevin punches it. <laughs> Top walks up and says... Where are you coming from? And in my panic, because I'm coming from a Halloween party, I said, watching the Phillies, and which was not entirely untrue. Not too untrue. He not immediately untrue. goes, oh, because it's the World Series. He goes, oh, how was it? Did they win? I hadn't known at that point. And I was like, yeah, they did. It was amazing. Because I realized he thinks I was at the game. <laughs> Never asked for my driver's license, didn't give a shit, sent me on my way. I was like, holy crap, I dodged a, Wait a second. headache. How, how is this cop not sitting in his cruiser listening to the Phillies? I have no idea. I have no idea. He thinks you dress like that all the time. Right. At the Phillies game, he's like, this guy has a great time. This is our uh, the newest edition on the Punch-Up podcast. This is... Kevin's white entitlement. And I could tell so many getting pulled over and the white entitlement. I mean, like, it's it's embarrassing. It's happened to me plenty of times. I should have been arrested a couple of times and, and didn't. You mean murder? Yeah, yes, both. Both, yeah. Maybe not in that order. Yep. Uh, Kev, did they win that night? The Phillies did win that night, yeah. Yeah, the only game they won with, or lost was like two games before. The second game they played, they lost. But you didn't know this at the time. 
I did. I was taking a guess. And to J- Dave's point too, had this guy been listening and had they lost, and I said that you have been in the tank. Yeah, um, I would tested you. You go, and if and then he pulls open his shirt and it's like Mets, and I'm like, well, I'm <laughs> fucked. <laughs> my Halloween story is, as I'm thinking back, I think it's from my senior year in high school, and, and the reason I'm saying that is because it was when my little brothers were still trick or treating. Okay. And uh, they are, I have have two little brothers that are twins and they are nine years younger than me. With my recollection of this, they were probably like around nine or eight years old. And I was a senior because I was living back my family home. Is it only the three of you, Dave? At this point, let me think. It's uh, it's like my mom and my dad and my little brothers and me. My older brother is at college and my older sister is at college. Isn't she? So you're right in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My sister's at college also. Okay. My recollection is that my little brothers went out for, for trick-or-treating, dressed up, as you do. Back then, they would go trick or we would go trick-or-treating in the dark. You know, you would go at, like, dusk. Yeah. Like, little, little, little kids would, would pop around, like, around 6, 30, 7 o'clock. But after. that way you could see the jack-o'-lanterns lit in everybody's houses, and it was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it, yeah. you know, it was in the suburbs, and it was relatively very safe. As far as like walking about, there wasn't a lot of drive, like there weren't a lot of cars on the road. And I remember this also my, from like the ages of like seven to 13, I always wanted to be Zorro for Halloween. <laughs> so my parents let me go out all dressed in black every Halloween. It's, oh, amazing. Wow, yeah. it's, it's amazing I wasn't run over a million times, you know? So they, they were out trick-or-treating and... If I remember correctly, I don't know if my dad was around. My mom wanted me to give out candy at the house. And so I I was like, well, I don't want to do that. I was like, yeah, I'm in high school. That's just, I don't want to do that. I want to like answer the door every two seconds. You're trying to listen to an album, man. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. And there's some hot girl from your class with her two little siblings and you're handing out the freaking candy. Like how late. All right. So I guess I missed my opportunity there. But uh, (laughs) I just got into these jeans, mom. (laughs) (laughs) come on so i i decide to um then i'm like all right let me give out candy i I, and i I came up with an idea i I went out back and got one of the we have this lounge chair like we have the uh, deck furniture i suppose on the back back porch dave macgyver jadico yeah well no no, i didn't build anything but i went out back and i got uh, the the recliner the kind that you sunbathe in one of those ones you lie down on chase lounge the chase lamp with the plastic ribbons. This was a this was a slightly nicer set. It had like this mesh. Kind of, I, I got to be honest. My my mom just sold the house this past year, and the people we sold the house to, we gave them that furniture. Wow! So, so that, that furniture awesome. that furniture lasted for like thirty years. Yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing stuff. It's the same stuff that they made um, Buicks out of. Yeah, dude. It, like the metal was like amazing, and it had you know, like a uh, baked on enamel. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And it had this like brown mesh, like plastic type of kind of, yeah. you know, it's like stuff that went between. It never stretched. It was amazing. No rivets? Yes. rivets? No rivets. No, it was beautifully built. But um, anyway, so I pulled that around front and I put it on the front. We, we don't have like really a porch, but like a front, like concrete walk up to the front door. Yeah. And I went upstairs and I got a, an old pair of like, uh, but they were really baggy. So I don't remember whose jeans they were. Maybe they're my dad's, but uh, a real baggy pair of jeans. 
and a winter jacket. And I remember we had this old hood from another Halloween costume. And I put that over my head and it had like two holes cut out. And then I put on sunglasses. Awesome. And then I took newspaper and stuffed it all inside the pants oh, yeah. and inside the jacket. So it stayed up. Pants so it all up. puffed out, right, right, right. Gloves? And then, then I put on gardening gloves yeah. oh. and a pair of boots. And what I did was, exactly, Ian's like miming, sitting like a uh, weekend at Bernie's. And so I took a bowl of candy and put it in my lap oh. and wrote a sign and, 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 uh, and I um, safety pinned it to my, my chest, Just my sweatshirt. And it said, take one, please. Happy Halloween. Yeah. Uh, and I... <laughs> Man. Sat down in the chair, like We've a lie down. To that house. We've all been to that house before where you see that sign. That bowl of candy doesn't yeah. last one. No, no, no. And that's exactly what I was thinking. Is there a hole in the bottom of the candy bowl? No, oh, it's not. Come on. That's come a different on. movie. The children's holiday, Jesse. Come on. Hey, Jessica. The sneakers are at the bottom. This is not mischief night. The dirty, um, the dirty mind. This is not diner. <laughs> So I, I laid down another dude movie. Oh my god! I laid down, I laid down in, in the, the the chaise lounge. Yeah, and I kind of even sat in like an angle that was a little bit yeah un, That's not, unnatural. Humans, humans are never like that. Yeah, yeah, like in an angle that was unnatural. And I just was like, let's see what happens. Yeah. And oh, one of the things that occurred to me is I didn't like when kids first started coming up. I started right away realizing. Because I, I was like, I'm going to scare them afterwards, right? After they take the candy. Well, after the first couple of kids came, I was starting to realize they're talking like nobody's here. Yeah. So it was like I was eavesdrunk. Yeah. So it was really oh, yeah. fascinating. So I actually didn't scare anybody at first. At first, I just sat there yep. and observed people. And people, you know, people were like, like you could see people walking up and some kind of walk with a little bit of hesitation or trepidation uh, and then some were like like some kids just immediately just started grabbing candy and putting it in their in their bag and some just kind of like would look at like the, the me as a scarecrow but after the first couple of groups came by then i was like all right let me start playing around with this and so like the first kid i did it to were like he put his he grabbed one and as he turned around i said you're not going to say thank you or something of that nature. I just said something smart ass. And like he screamed and like ran. <laughs> and all of a sudden you have like, more candy. Oh, like, oh this is awesome. <laughs> so, so I just started riffing the whole rest of the night. And, and again, I had to be careful because I had to look and see where there another couple of people yeah. coming up the driveway. And it occurred to me that every different person who came up, they had like different reactions. And sure. so like some, like if they had little kids, I realized the best thing to do was actually not do anything. Yeah. Because they were also very kind of afraid of the scarecrow. Yeah. But then I, what I would do is I'd wait till they got all the way back to the driveway. And as they were walking away, I would go, happy Halloween. Uh, and, I'd like wave, and I'd wave at them and yeah. they'd turn around and be like, oh, my God. And like, so they'd be really far away when I did they that. Were, they were yeah. safe at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And they, yeah, and they, and they create and, they, and they, they thought it was hilarious. They thought it was really yeah. funny. And they'd wave back and all that stuff. You're not scarring them. Yeah, but I do remember several kids, like asshole kids, yeah. that were like, just when they would go in, when they go in with the big open claw hand and just go in for like 20 pieces of candy, that I could just reach up and grab their arm <laughs> and like lock under their wrist and just go, 
the sign says one. Oh yes, oh, man, or something like that. And it it was it was very satisfying. It was like I had a lot of fun, with, like just scaring kids and oh. you know scaring like having fun, making people laugh. That's that. the best yeah. feeling ever when you scare a middle school kid like that. Oh yeah, scaring yeah. the crap out of them because they're yeah. so cocky yeah. and they just think they know everything. Well, they see that sign and that you know, like it's just asking for it in a way. But like you get, you get even kids who it just that's it's so per, it's such a perfect setup. And it was amazing to see the psychology because there's some kids that are like very yeah. obedient yeah. that they are like, well, the sign says one, and they would like carefully choose which one they wanted, and they just yeah. take one. And you have the parents who are very controlling and be like, you know, it just says one. Take that's one. enough. Like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so it was really it was like a psychology experiment. One of the things that did occur to me, though, and this was like the next day, you know, I mentioned that I played Zorro as as in Halloween all those years. I was like, wow, I was really lucky that somebody didn't come up and be like, oh, a scarecrow, and just like run a sword through me, right. you know, or punch him. Yeah, like, well, what's you know, oh, what's this, you know? And, when you uh, were Zorro, did you take a real sword with you? <laughs> no, I actually had crafted one out of a TV antenna. So it was really satisfying because yeah. I could, yeah, the, I could yeah. stab. Yeah, you know, like like I, I think my oh, yeah. mom or my dad helped me build like a out of tin foil and like um, I think maybe a coffee can lid or something like a hilt, not a hilt, the yeah. the thing that covers your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it was it was a like an antenna to a Great. TV. But I mean, you'd still, I mean, yeah, or or just chuck something at it, or you know, yeah. try and rip its head off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, you're lucky Jesse was Jesse and her brood weren't in that neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, they would have set me on fire. Are you kidding? Oh, I love it. was like lighter fluid and like fire. We'd have seen you sitting there with your newspaper sticking out and come over with a box of matches. Yeah, yeah Jesse would be like, Yeah, we need to build a pyre for the dead dog. Let's uh, use that. Stuff. We'll use those corn cobs. Yeah. <laughs> while, while, while Dee Dee's just stripping your house of copper. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> What a night. Awesome. It is such a fun night. I love it. It's great. Yeah. Oh, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, happy Halloween all.